Bidzy Small Business Society number 117. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. I'm Rob Barisov. We talk to entrepreneurs and small business owners about what it takes to succeed as a small business owner. Connect with Bidzy Small Business Society at bidzy.com and grow your business. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers post projects for free in any of over 100 categories, including all types of home renovation, landscaping, cleaning services, photography, and many, many more. Now, if you're a business, Bidzy.com is a great way to find new customers because you are automatically notified each time a customer posts a project in your subscribed categories. So for example, let's say you own a roofing company and a customer posts a project in our roofing category. You are automatically notified via email or text, and you can submit a bid at bidzy.com or use our internal chat system to introduce yourself to the customer and give them reasons why they should use you to complete their project. Monthly subscriptions start at $14.99. That's $14.99 per month for unlimited access to new customers and unlimited bidding at bidzy.com. Email rob at bidzy.com for more details or start your 30-day free trial now at bidzy.com. Thank you for listening to this episode of Bidzy Small Business Society. Today, we are joined by Andreas Jones. Andreas is the founder of Business Breakthrough Solutions, which is a company that helps business owners improve their performance, effectiveness, and productivity. He provides coaching, consulting, and leadership development for entrepreneurs to increase profits, grow their businesses, and dominate their space. Andreas is the number one best-selling author of Business Leader Combat, which is a book that applies strategic military principles to grow your business and improve your life. Stoked to dig in here, Andreas. Welcome. Can you first tell us more about yourself than about what projects you're working on today? Oh, absolutely. Thank you very much for having me. Um, so a little bit more about me. Uh, I was uh, I'm one of seven boys, uh, no sisters. So you can imagine um, I had a very loud, um, very disruptive house. <laughs> and a busy, busy mother and father. <laughs> yes, uh, I, I, I love my mom. She's, uh, she's, uh, she's as close a superwoman as I know. <laughs> and uh, so we grew up in Jamaica, um, a country with a population of about 2.6 million people. Um, and a, a poverty rate of about 75%. And so um, part of my family life was um, owning small businesses. Um, my dad had uh, four four sisters and two brothers. Um, they all owned small businesses. Um, my family owned bars, uh, restaurants, um, car care centers. Um, we uh, had a landscaping businesses. So... Small business was our way of surviving, or their their way of providing for us as as boys and as a family. And so that's what I grew up around, grew up in, uh, grew up learning about um, small business. Uh, um, I guess uh, I had an unfair advantage in the business world because I've always been in it and been around it and talking that language since I was a, since as early as I can remember. 
It sounds like where there is a will, there is a way. You know, surrounded by that poverty and that adversity, it sounds like you and your family really um, made that decision to do it for yourselves. Really, you know, harness the strength that comes from being uh, an entrepreneur, a small business owner, and really creating that success for yourselves, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It was a challenging year. Um, as I said, a country on a whole is a 75% population. So obviously, um, you know, they had to figure out a way to provide for us. And, um, you know, that, that was the avenue they chose. And I'm kind of glad they chose it. <laughs> and because uh, uh, there's a, amongst adversity, there's a lot of life lessons that, that I apply to, to my life today, to, to my family and my wife. Um, there's just a lot of uh, things that uh, while you're in adversity, you don't appreciate it as much. But as you grow older and you reflect, you, you appreciate those, uh, those challenges. And uh, that's what I've learned to do over the years is appreciate those challenges, even though they were not enjoyable in the moment. But uh, I've looked back and I've extracted the lessons and, and the development points from them that has really helped me to, to, to kind of stay more grounded when what I face challenges now. Absolutely. Great, great stuff. Now, I understand that many of your strategies come from different areas of life, but can you take us back to that entrepreneurial spark? What set you off onto your entrepreneurial journey? Uh, what set me off on my entrepreneurial journey? So um, I did eight years in, in the Army. Um, great time. I think probably some of the greatest memories and time of my life uh, in the Army. I did a tour in Iraq, did a tour in Afghanistan. And I came back from my um, came back from my Afghanistan back in 2008, when um, you know our country was uh, was challenged so, to say the least. Some things were happening, right? <laughs> yeah. So I left. I left it. I left. I left for Afghanistan late 2006 and came back in 2008, and everything was different. I was paying five bucks a gallon for milk, and I was like, "Whoa, I don't know what is going on." <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I came back into that environment, and um, I, uh, I I started I started trying out some stuff. Uh, you know, jobs were at a premium. Um, uh, had the military experience. Um, just there was, there was a lot going on at that point in time. I had the opportunity to go back to Afghanistan, and I was like, I didn't want to do that, so I had to figure something else out. And I, I got in with a uh, network marketing company selling coffee. Uh, made a little go at it, um, but uh, you know, I give a lot of my hats off to network marketing folks. Uh, they do great jobs, man. But it wasn't my. It wasn't. I wasn't excited getting up in the morning to do it. I was just doing it because I needed. I needed money for that moment in my life. And so I, I, um, I explored some more. I went into the, uh, finally got a job in the corporate world as a sales consultant at AT&T back in uh, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Uh, made, had a good, good run with that. Um, was pretty, pretty good at, at sales and the sales process and understanding, um, understanding customers. And so one of my strongest point during that sales, um, that sales, um, run was, uh, just uh, anyone who knows me, just my ability to just spark conversation and um, and create relationships. And most of my when when my uh, when my managers will listen to my sales call, it will be like five percent of the script they gave us, and like 
95 percent is just me talking to the people find out what's <laughs> going on in their life and i was like hey how's he going the hell i hear a dog barking in the back um, how's the dog what's his name that, that kind of thing i i wasn't conscious of what i was doing that was just my natural tendency to just create conversations and you know as i uh, i did i was very successful in sales I, I there's never a month where i was less than about 115 percent of my goal um did that uh, for a couple of years um then transitioned from from sales into a project management role um when i moved from florida to atlanta georgia to a project management role in a, at a home depot um uh learned some great leadership lessons there and uh uh as you as you as you elevate yourself and get promoted in your career and the corporate world then there there comes a certain amount of pol- political maneuverability that you have to do and i didn't like that part of it i was like no nah, i can't you know i, I don't like this i don't like <laughs> you know i don't like the, the, the politics of it I enjoyed my job, but I didn't like the politics of it. So I um, I got involved with, uh, I, I always read John Maxwell books. And so I got an opportunity to go to a training event. And then at the training event, he offered the opportunity to join his team as a as a coach, a business coach and business consultant. I was like, wow, uh, you know, I know business. I've been around it. I, I've been in it. I, I've, this is what I know. This is This is true to me. And so I took that opportunity. I got trained and mentored by John himself, um, you know, spent a couple of days with him in Florida um, every year, um, which is always exciting to do. And um, from that point, I found I found the fire um, just just erupted once I started doing that. And once I got my first client and uh, I saw the difference I was making in their life, because I know for me and uh, from my background and my family, Owning a small business was was kind of it for us, kind of our dream life. And so, whenever someone invited me to work with them on their small business, you know, I take that responsibility very seriously because I know what it represents for them and their family. Andreas, I want to talk more about coaches and mentors a little bit later, but your character has been tested, and in your words, you survived a trial by fire. Tell us what was the biggest challenge you had to overcome. Help our listeners understand what actionable steps you took to embrace and overcome that challenge. So the biggest challenge I've overcome um, is uh, the guy I see in the mirror every morning. Um, That guy beats me up every morning. (laughs) You know, (laughs) great answer. Yeah, and it's it it might sound cliche, but it um, it's absolute truth. Like. I can I can I can maneuver myself if I'm in a firefight in the military I can maneuver myself out of that I got you know there's tactics but when it comes to the guy I see in the mirror when it comes to when I look in the mirror every morning I mean I'm with that person 24/7 and uh it became a challenge for me to get out of my own way because when things weren't going the way I thought it was supposed to go I started questioning everything I was doing um, I remember when I started when I started my coaching business. Uh, I didn't have clients for. I didn't get my first client until about seven, eight months in. It, it wasn't. It wasn't pretty, you know. Um, and I started questioning. I was like, "Wow, is this for me? Is uh, maybe I made a mistake? Uh, I just invested, you know, heftily in, in, in the John Maxwell program. You know, I was like, man, I wasted a couple thousand dollars, and I started qu- just questioning everything about me." 
And until I, uh, I know we're going to touch on coaching and mentoring a little later on, but, um, I had to, I, I couldn't get out of my way. And, um, every time I, I'll figure I've come across an opportunity to do something is like, there was an excuse not to do it. Or remember he did that last time. It didn't work. And those are the conversations that was going on in my head. And then that's, that's my biggest, that was my biggest challenge to conquer. And it took every last bit of military training I received, um, mentoring. I, I reached out, I was like, I reached out to, to friends and, um, to other people and, and, and business and, and, I just asked, I was like, what is going on? And, you know, they kind of explained to me that it's kind of normal part of the process. And I, I just started create. I, I just start asking myself and like, what else? What else is going to happen? So what if you don't get that contract? Are you going to die? Kind of thing. I just started rationalizing like, okay, I, I'm still here. I still, I, I can make another call. I could, I could write another article. And so it, the, the challenge, um, step by step, how I overcame it was first I acknowledged that I had a problem that it, it was it was limited. I acknowledged that it was limiting my progress to where I wanted to go on my uh, my vision. Um, my second step was uh, you know taking action to do something about it. Um, you know after I took inventory, I was like, okay, I'm stuck here. You know what what I'm going to do about it. Um, then next I, I start reaching out to people, trying to get feedback, trying to see if I'm so special, <laughs> which I was not, <laughs> but, uh, you didn't know I, that I, yet, Andres, right? <laughs> I didn't know that at that point. So I started reaching out to say, okay, am I just this special person or is it something other people have overcame before? And, you know, I, I learned that, you know, it's something that most, you know, business owners and entrepreneurs, uh, face during their, on their journey. And then my next step was to elicit the help of a mentor that uh, was able to to help me kind of break it down and help me accountable to, to taking action. And I got to say the biggest breakthrough I received was kind of getting some clarity around what I really wanted to do and why I was really doing it. Um, I, I've always been around business, but the, the coaching piece of it, I didn't, I didn't had complete clarity around why I was doing it. You know, yeah, it sounded like a great opportunity to make some good money, but then when the money wasn't coming in, I was questioning the decision to make it. And then I had to recreate meaning and purpose around why I was coaching, why I was consulting with small businesses. And so that's kind of the steps I took to overcome that fight that I had with myself and the stories I was telling myself. And it still, it still pops up every now and then, but I've, gotten better at controlling that voice that I've um, gotten better at uh, silencing that voice. And the way I silence that voice is with taking action. Great, great stuff. Look, we're all going to have challenges on this journey. Andreas, he's telling us to recognize that, recognize that we're going to have challenges. Give them a voice, take action on them, reach out to people. And if you need to get that formal mentor to help you to light the way on this sometimes dark and uncertain path of entrepreneurship. Now we're talking about it so much here, Andreas, let's just dig in. Why is it so important to have that coach or that mentor? Oh, wow. It's, um, so there, there, there's one of one of two things you can, you can get all the experience and face all the challenges by yourself, 
which nine out of ten times is going to be is going to be it's going to be a longer road, a harder road, a more expensive road. Or you can leverage the experience of someone else who has, has been there, done that, and kind of bridge the gap between the, the, the your goal at the end of your personal experiences and leveraging the experience of someone else. And so coaching is um, is not so much about just telling you exactly what to do. It's helping you find answers. It's helping you silence in that voice within. It's helping you... It's helping you understand that your path, your path that has more meaning, there's more to it, there's more to what you're doing than just your perspective. It's giving you uh, another perspective from another angle. Um, you know, if you have a prism, it depends on which angle the lights hit it, you have different reflections and patterns out of it. And so um, when you have a coach, it's not is when when you look at it yourself, you only kind of see exactly what's in front of you. But when you have a coach who come from a ninety degree angle, a one eighty angle, it's like okay, let's take a step back there. What happened at that point? Okay, let's take a step forward. Let's take a look at it from this side, and it gives you a perspective that you didn't have before, and that becomes incredibly valuable if you if you really want to to go to the next level in your business because if you know. We know the numbers on small business failures, and eighty eighty to ninety percent of the reason for the failure is not so much the economy or uh, not getting out enough customers. It's based on the thinking and what's going on with the business owner themselves. The business is just a reflection of what the business owner sees. And a lot of people might be giving up right before hitting that success point. I'm just reminded of the miner in. Think and grow rich. Just right on the cusp of hitting that gold mine, buddy. Just turn back, right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Now, I think what you're saying here, and I think a recurring theme with what you're talking about, Andreas, is that you know it's pretty easy for us when we're sitting by ourselves in front of our computer in our pajamas in our home-based office, our home-based business as entrepreneurs, as small business owners. It's pretty easy for that imposter syndrome to start creeping in, and we start doubting ourselves, and we start doubting our our creativity and our credibility and, you know, start, you know, making excuses for why we're not successful. I think we really need that outside voice, that outside perspective to keep us in line and set that standard for us and really hold us accountable to continue uh, doing the good work that we need to be doing, right? Well, absolutely. Absolutely. I think uh, a great quote uh, from, uh, from the book uh, "How to Win with Friends and Influence People" by uh, Dale Carnegie, um, I forgot the name of the guy, but he said the great aim of, of uh, education is not knowledge but action. Is 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 the thing is to gain knowledge and take action on it, and that's what is going to silence that voice. That is that's the only thing that that you can absolutely guarantee is going to silence that voice is taking action. Now, what happens when you take the action? That's a different conversation. But to silence the voice initially, you have to take a step forward. Man, we could say whatever we want, but it's all for nothing if we don't do anything about it. Now, Andreas, I want to talk about your book. Can you tell us a little bit more about the book? Oh, absolutely. So uh, Business Leader Combat um, was actually a project that I, I, uh, as I was, I was getting into business, it was kind of a, a project I wrote to myself, kind of, kind of creating a guide for me to 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 approach business, 
and it just evolved. I shared it with a friend of mine, and it was like, "Wow, you should really share this with the world," kind of deal. <laughs> and um, oh, and wow, I, it just happens to become a number one bestseller. It, it, it did, <laughs> you know. So uh, I did that, um, kind of tweak some stuff around because I say initially wrote it to myself to to help me, and so you know, tweak some stuff around to to make it um, palatable for the masses. And um, so basically, the, the main aim of the book, though, is um, about how strategic partnerships work now we know that united states army as you know the biggest baddest army in the world not the biggest but the the most advanced you know technological wise and uh most most skilled army in the world you know you know china has a bigger army than us uh you know but the thing that makes the u.s army so successful is the allies that they have when we go into war when we were in Afghanistan, it wasn't just us there. We had France, we had Australia, we had New Zealand, we have Canada. It was like people from everywhere fighting with us. And that that gave us a strategic advantage over over enemy in that in that space. And so a lot of times as business owners, you get so caught up in what you're doing when um you could you could leverage you could leverage a leverage a partnership. Like it's um I had a client um she has a car care center, and um, like within their radius, there's about a hundred businesses. And I was like, she she wanted to kind of sorry get some more business. I was like, so why have you you know connected with the other businesses around you? Why don't you guys um, create like an exchange? You get a customer come to your place, um, they get a 20 percent coupon to go there. Kind of customer exchange kind of deal, like just simple things like that. That you're just leveraging what's already there. You don't have to go and recreate the wheel, and so that's kind of the basic premise of the book: is how to get how to get and keep an edge over your competitors with strategic partnerships. I love that strategic networking. Yeah, I mean, do some real networking instead of sitting behind your computer and growing those vanity numbers, say on Facebook or Twitter. Mm-hmm. Get out there and create those real connections with real humans. Absolutely. You're talking about helping other people grow their networks. Now, Andreas, what methods do you use to engage with and grow your audience? And I hope you can help the aspiring entrepreneur understand what it takes to really gain some traction out there. Okay, so number one, um, in, um, in networking, um, the, the mindset around networking is always what I can get. Um, I think if you change your approach to what can I give in this um, in, in, in you know, in this in this relationship that you're about to cultivate, and um, you know, like I remember when I even approached you as an example, um, I didn't approach you like I just want to be on your show. I was like, I can I can add value to your audience because I know what your audience what your audience is. How can I help you add value to your audience? And it wasn't just so much about what I'm going to get out of it, but how how can you give to the relationship and add value, and then you know. You know, innately that value will be reciprocated to you. Absolutely. I just want to say, Andreas, it was a great piece of networking on your part. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah, it, it, should, it should focus on focus on what you can give to it, and also um, uh, don't don't be afraid to 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 just to just meet new people. Um, you know, I, I remember um, growing. Um, when I, even a couple of years ago, when I used to go to the airport, I used to just have my headphones on and just kind of block everything out. Now, when I go to the airport, I'm talking to like everybody. You know, <laughs> I, sometimes I happen to just create um, friendships, uh, create some partnerships with people that that I, I'd have never 
you know, um, talk to, um, just having my headphones on. And so, as I said, the, 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 your goal should be what you can add. How can you add value to the person you're having a conversation with? And it could be having a face-to-face conversation, you know, connecting on LinkedIn or Facebook or Twitter. But the full, your focus shouldn't be what you can get, how they can help you get more business, but how can you help them? How can you add value to them? And I think if you approach it from that perspective, you will get uh, more fulfillment out of uh, creating those relationships. Look, there's partnerships to be made, there's relationships to be cultivated, and there's money to be made out there, you know? Take those earphones out of your head and create that network. Good stuff, Andreas. Now, talk about some of your rewards. And I know there are many, but tell (laughs) us, why is it so great to be Andreas Jones? Oh, wow. (laughs) First of all, um, all, you know, just just knowing me, um, you know, I tell my friends this all all the time, you know, like every. Outside of my wife, everything else is I'm playing with house money. Um, my wife is was everything to me. Uh, she's she's just been amazing to me. Um, to really help me come a long way in just so many ways. That the best thing about me is just is just getting up every day and trying to be the best husband I can be. And everything everything outside of that is just house money because uh, um, she's that important to me. And uh, you know, just I, I've gotten a lot of accolades outside of marriage you know i've gotten executive awards from home depot you know number one best-selling author um uh, <laughs> i got a commendation medal uh, in the army um so i've got some pretty cool stuff to me but none- yeah, congratulations man on all that stuff yeah thank you but i said you know outside of my wife everything is just house money um she's she's my she's my prize and um you know i definitely uh, you know, she, she's just my everything, man. Um, you know, she 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 was stuck. She stuck with me a while. I was in Afghanistan, Iraq, and all that crazy stuff that was I was doing at that point. And you know, she stuck with me, supported me. So I'm I'm just grateful for her and how she has uh, encouraged me, even when I myself had a, a, had you know given up sometimes. I was like, you know, babe, I don't feel like doing this anymore. And you know, she she keeps reminding me and uh gives me that kick in my butt to get up and go get it. (laughs) So great to have that support at home, that's for sure. Now, Andreas, I might be jumping around a bit here, but do you love to win or hate to lose, and why? Oh, I love to win. I hate to lose. Uh, I grew up with six brothers, so just imagine the competition that we did all the time. I'm a, I'm, I'm a sore winner and a sore loser. <laughs> so, yeah, that, yeah, even my wife hates playing games with me. Uh, I just give a quick funny story. So we're playing Scrabble. Um, like I was on like a nine straight winning streak and we're we're like in the 10th game she was she was she was keep going talking about persistence she she kept and she she was winning and i faked i fake sleep i just fake falling asleep just to just to say the game wasn't over to be no continued. contest yep no con- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but I, I hate losing <laughs> yeah good stuff man now give us something actionable what are you doing to wind down after a long or stressful day my routine is I get home, I get in, um, if I'm out on the road, I get in the house and um, I unplug for 30 minutes. No TV, no phone. I just sit and just let it all out. You know, take some deep breaths, close my eyes and just, I, can, I, I either sit down or I'm laying down and just, that's for 30 minutes. It's just absolute quiet and peace. And um, that's just how I unplug from the day. And then um, I go into what else if I projects i'm working on writing articles or whatever i'm doing i i go into it but that is like mandatory for me to do that 
It's noisy out there, man, and we need to give ourselves a little bit of peace and quiet so we can recalibrate and uh, get back to what we do best, I think. Now, boil this thing down for us, Andreas. What is the one piece of advice you want to share with our listeners about living a life of significance and building a legacy of influence? Living a life of significance and leaving a legacy of influence uh, is not so much about what you're going to do, but what you're actually doing that really matters. Um, there's always stuff that you're going to do, but what, what are you actually doing right now? Uh, I mean, you know, if you talk to meet 10 people on the road, they'll tell you, they'll, there's a, they'll tell you many things that they're going to do when they get this, when they get that. But if you ask them, what are you doing now? Um, you know, just like I, I had a conversation with, a with, with, a with someone the other day, tell me they were looking for jobs. I was like, it was like, you know, when I get a, um, you know, if I can get an interview, I could do this. I was like, okay, so what are you doing now to, to get a job? Are you are you increasing your knowledge? When the last time you read a book? You know, when the last time you go out to a meetup? When the last time you, you know, just do something that 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 that's going to help you be better w- once you get the job? And you know, so that that's kind of my golden rule: is, is not what you're going to do, but what you're actually doing that really makes the difference at, at this point. And um, just this old image of your goal and your vision, um, keep it constantly uh, for what what you want. And um, I think think that's that's a way to go about, you know, leaving a legacy of influence. Um, I think at the end of the day, you know, uh, as one of my mentors, uh, Brendan Bouchard said, is uh, you ask yourself three questions: Did you did you live? Did you love? And did you matter? Did you, did you make a difference? Did you know? Those are the three simple questions you ask. You know at the end of the day and I think the way of doing that is to to keep pushing to keep make sure everything you do has a purpose and you know tie your actions to a purpose and just a recurring theme here Andreas talk does not equal action right absolutely absolutely now what does the future look like for you and your business I'm excited about um starting some masterminds so I'll be uh Getting real small groups, uh, you know, six to ten uh, business owners, um, kind of doing what my my book talks about strategic partnerships. You know, get them in a room, you know, once twice a month, and you know, help them help each other, help them help me, you know, become a better leader. And so I'm really excited about those masterminds and uh, what what the, what that holds and the the vision behind that. And if people want to learn more about you and your business, how can they connect with you? Uh, you can visit me at our business breakthrough solutions dot com. Um, you, know, you got all my contact information there. Uh, you can see all the services I provide, and um, you, know, you send me an email. Anything I uh, think business breakthrough solutions is a great place to meet me. Andreas, this has been a blast. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. You take care, man. Uh, no problem. Thank you for having me. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, if you're looking for a service provider or a local professional, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, if you're looking for new customers or a way to expand your customer base, sign up for your 30-day free trial today at Bidzy.com. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. Go to Bidzy.com for information and resources on how you can grow your business. 
Support Bidzy Small Business Society by writing a review and giving us a five-star rating in iTunes. Your positive review and five-star rating will allow us to continue bringing you free, valuable content from amazing and inspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners. Rate and review Bidzy Small Business Society today.